everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Televoid. I'm one of your hosts, Mara Kate Elliott, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-hosts, LaToya Ferguson. Hey, LaToya. Recipe for failure. Take one part natural talent, two parts stellar education, mixed with easy success and generous helping of booze, drugs, and women, and immediately set on fire. I'm using a Kitchen Confidential sitcom quote because I have no Gordon Ramsay quotes. Hey, LaToya. And we are joined by a special returning guest, Arthie D. Hey, Arthie, what's up? This beef is so raw, it's eating the fucking salad! That's a great <laughs> British accent, great. goddamn. And also great, that's an actual Gordon Ramsay quote, right? It's, so. I, it's definitely from the meme, so sure. Yes. So uh, we watched, if you can't tell from that, uh, Kitchen Nightmares, Season 6, Episode 16, Amy's Baking Company. But before we get to that uh, train wreck of an episode, um, we're going to ask you, Arthur, that we've asked uh, several people before, the very important question. Uh, when you're going to the loft with, I believe, James Marston, what J-Lo movie would you be watching while you're getting it on? Or, like, before you're getting it on or after you're getting it on. Yeah, if you, you need an for, you know. Does, can can a music video count as like a short form movie? Sure. Okay, then the Get Right music video. Uh, All right, <laughs> the Get Right music video is high art. Yes, and, it is an incredible like, I, music video. I mean, I'm all about the remix, but the music video specifically, just of the straight. So, Latoya, what would purpose. you bring? It might be it, if now that we're doing like music videos, it might be the Get Right music video. But I right? also like I'm also on that like the trifecta of I'm real original mix, then I'm yes. real remix. Yes. And also in it funny remix. Yes. That, that right there. I totally, by the way, love her, her part in the, the more recent, like her, she like guested on some song with Ricky Martin. Uh, it's the That's La Adrenalina the, song. What's it's, isn't that, that, is that with Ricky? It's, uh, I'm thinking. Ricky, no, you're on a first name basis. <laughs> no, no, there's a more recent one. It's like, it's oh, La Adrenalina. It's in, it's Spanish and English. They did both versions. I've got um, such J-Lo aficionados. That, that well, I was going to say, so I would say either between uh, Waiting for Tonight, because that amazing dress is amazing, or uh, All Around the World by Puff Daddy. Isn't she in that? Most likely, no? yeah. I think she's the, I, yeah. she dances with them. I'm pretty sure that's when they were still fucking, so. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure video. you're right. Um, but, <laughs> but, like, no. The, the Jenny from the Block video, which has been out. Oh, it was so great. Though, but, like, the, the Get Right <laughs> video, video she's, like, so five strong. different characters. She's, like, the go-go yeah. dancer. She's, like, the quasi-lesbian in the corner. This also oh, makes me beautiful. appreciate uh, the I'm Glad video, because that's her doing oh, flash God, dance. Oh, my God, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys need to tweet us your favorite J-Lo music video because there are so many we're missing and I already feel bad about it. But. 100%. Oh, man. All right, so let's move on to this this terrific episode. I mean, so this is probably another episode that some people are going to be like, why did we choose this? This is high art. I agree. <laughs> but it's also a train wreck. So it's kind of also just like the situation where it's like, I can't believe this exists and we need to comment on it because... It's both amazing and appalling at the same time. Like, it is a travesty. So, like, if you've never heard of this episode, it went viral. Yeah. It got really intensely popular on the internet, especially mm-hmm. because of the, both, I mean, what the subject matter is about, and then the response, and then the response from the owners. So, it's <laughs> called Amy's Baking Company. It was uh, starring Amy uh, and <laughs> Sammy. Oh, Amy. As Amy the two is owners. amazing. Uh, <laughs> It is, it's like, it's like she's the Judy Greer character, right? Like, that's what I got from this whole episode. It felt like a joke. It's like she's, uh, if we're gonna go, like, I'm gonna go, like, British, 
uh, comedian. She's like a Julia Davis character, really. Because I've been yeah. watching Nighty Night, so like she's Julia Davis in Nighty Night, and I'm like was waiting for her to murder someone. <laughs> she's scary. I mean, well, let's get to that because it happens almost right out of the gate. She starts threatening people. It's amazing. So essentially. The, the, the premise of this episode is, I mean, if you've never seen Kitchen Nightmares, Gordon Ramsay, a hot English uh, chef, goes around, helps Dilf. restaurants. <laughs> yes. Um, hot, hot English chef, Dilf, uh, goes around and helps restaurants repair or, um, you know, get back their glory. Because some of them are either just failing or they're on bad luck or they need like, a better menu. disgusting and it's ridiculous that they... Usually, I, like, it's like, you know, there's rats in their kitchen, something yeah. gross like that. I've only ever seen bits and pieces of the show, but when I see, I see I've it's watched always, like, disgusting things. Yeah, Have I've watched, watched, like, five solid seasons. <laughs> yeah, same. And it's pretty funny. If you go back, I think it's, like, seasons three and four, or at least definitely three... Every single restaurant he visits is now closed. <laughs> so, like, oh, it's yeah. a very... The odds are not stacked in the favor of the people. But it's 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 tough because then you get to say, like... It's like a surgeon, you know? Like, if you're taking on all the high-risk cases and it's, you have, like, you know, people who are terminal, of course a lot of them are going to die just because that's what they're already terminal. So, like, he's taking on restaurants that are already close to failing. So, of course, some of them do fail. But then there's also another side of things where he makes them great. And so many people come and flock to it immediately after the show airs that either they just don't handle their money right because they get too many people or they don't, it's just, they're over, it's too overwhelming or they do that up first and then like the, the money dies down. Like they expand too quickly because all those new people coming because they're popular from the show. Like it's the same kind of fame stuff of any kind of, you know, rehab show where if there's somewhere that people can flock to, they've seen it on TV, they will go because people do flock to this exact restaurant we're talking about today and they still try and talk to the, the owner and like either harass her or love her. I don't, I don't know how you could love her, but whatever. <laughs> so, so like in this situation, he went to, um, I think it's Scottsdale, Arizona, to yeah. visit the Amy's Baking Company, where we learn that Amy, who from a young age has had a passion and talent for cooking, <laughs> and her husband Sammy has invested a million dollars in this restaurant. I do not think this restaurant what? looks like a million dollars. First of all, let's talk about the fact that he is significantly older than her. Very old. And Daniel it's like, he's just, I don't know what his ethnicity is. I assume is, he's Greek. Italian. Is he no, he's Greek or Italian? I you would think Italian because of the restaurant, but I'm fairly certain he's Greek. Okay, it's and he, never really explained. You mm-hmm. just know he's far because he's got a very thick accent, which kind of comes into play. And later she's on. definitely like trophy wife situation. Well, she tells everybody that she met him and then was married to him within five months. I'm like, you don't say. <laughs> I'm like, what are the odds? I mean, he's player. putting in a million dollars for your crappy restaurant. Exactly, and she, he was a player in Vegas. And he like threw money around a lot, and there's a point later on where he, where he says, "I am the gangster, not I'm the you." Gangster. Yeah, I was, okay. You. So, so before we go any further, this is a front for some kind of mafia operation. That okay? Well, let's <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, no, a it's lot of pretty oh, obvious. But look, like, look, at, look at their Twitter and look at their like avatar because that I think that says it all. <laughs> well, we yes. should say allegedly because this is a very popular theory on Reddit for a very long time, and that's what they were so livid about in the response to this episode because that was the first thing most people on Reddit said is that he. So it's it's tough to say. Like I, I agree with you, but like I think they're also just very delusional. So because in the very beginning of the episode, which we'll start talking about now, they're very much thinking like these. These it, the whole episode sent around these these internet bullies because everyone on the internet is mean and Yelp. they're all bullies. <laughs> the, Yelp. The, the bullies and- known as Yelp. Yelp and uh, Reddit. They don't say Reddit in particular, but later on they'll say Reddit in their response to the show. But 
they Yelp bullies are people who are just getting online, lying about how bad the food is, lying about their treatment of their customers, and just and their staff them online. and their staff, all that stuff. They're just it's all bullies and lies online, and it's like they they treat the internet like this crazy like boogeyman. It's so strange. And prior to this episode, I actually was I mean we 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 picked this episode because this is such a popular episode of the show that it's you kind of have to address it because it's so insane. But like. Uh, another very famous episode of the show, which I also kind of want to revisit maybe in the future, the Burger Kitchen episodes, which are t- two-part, 45 minutes apiece, so it's a lot to take on, but it's a- another one I sh- seriously recommend you go back and watch if you've ever seen this, if you've only seen this, because this one viral, they might have seen this and not, you might have seen this and not seen the other ones, but the other one is also great because it's a similar where he just thinks Yelp is this, like, you know, <laughs> villain, this absolute villain, like, Yelp is an entity of a human being who is trolling you. And it's like, no, Yelp are people... So, in that episode, Gordon Ramsay had people who were commenters on Yelp come sit in an auditorium and read the reviews out loud to him to visualize that the people leaving the reviews on Yelp are literally human beings and not these, like, imaginary bullies. Because I feel like that would have benefited... They didn't get to that point here because these people were too insane for that. But, like... It really, like, she's treating Yelp and the internet at large like this, like, succubus or something. It's so strange. And it becomes, like, their whole goal. I think the reason why they invited the show there in the first place is, like, well, we're a great restaurant. We just want him to come tell everybody that so they'll leave us the fuck alone. And that's it. That's, they thought at the end of the day they were going to be here for, like, 20 minutes. He'd pat them on the back, call mm-hmm. her the greatest chef he's ever met, and then leave. And to be honest, yeah, like, at, their at kitchen first, is, like, clean... Like, their baked goods are great, which is why, yeah. at first I thought it was a bakery, so when they were mm-hmm. showing all this Italian food, I'm like, well, what, why is that it happening? Is. See, that's the thing he mentions. They don't even really get into it too much, because normally on the show, the first half of the show is them discussing the problems, then, like, about the middle point, they, they deal with tackling the problems, and then they have the last act is just going to be them fixing everything, and then talking about how great everything is now that's fixed. Mm-hmm. It's very basic, like, reality t- TV, mm-hmm. whatever, but, like... This show never even got to the middle point because there's so much the the, the errors and problems that it took up two thirds of the episode. That's why it was so long, and that's why they you'll, we'll get to the end how it ended. But like normally that would have been over after the first fifteen minutes. It kept going and going and going, and he just couldn't get it. He couldn't do anything, and and he liked a lot of the stuff at first because he liked that it was good baking stuff. But then he mentions later on, almost flippantly, because normally that would be something he'd spend time on trying to help fix, is that they have, like, a menu of 64 items. And it's, like, this tiny little kitchen with two people staffed to cook it. It's crazy. Like, if you've seen this show, if you have that many people on staff, you should have a a maximum of, like, 20 things to offer, if that. Mm -hmm. That's even Mm -hmm. a lot. And she's also apparently making all these cakes from scratch. I'm, that's a little hanky, but I'm fine. We'll give them that. <laughs> she's making, like, an entire, like... Uh, display case of display cake case every day. Display case of cake. And it's, mm-hmm. like, these magnificent pieces of cake. And he likes it a lot. He's like, if your cake is... If everything else is as good as this cake, I'm sure it's perfect. Yeah. And it's, and, like... And if you look at that cake, it's, like, ganache with, like... a It's two layers with a ganache frosting. She's gotten a beautiful little, like... Like, um... um flour not, or something. Uh, yeah, it's, like, a hyacinth or a hydrangea, yeah. maybe. And she's mm-hmm. got it, like... You know, she's, she is a terrific, she's clearly a baker and a terrific cake decorator. And I wouldn't be surprised if, like, that was part of what she was doing in Vegas. I say part of. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's clear. I think it was originally envisioned as, like, a cafe and bakery. It's and I think. It's called baking, yeah. So, but then they make bistro, but. 
But like, you know, a, even a bistro should, I feel like should offer, like, I, I live in New York, whatever. And like, there's, there's a bistro down the street for me. And it's like, baked goods, coffee, and like some sandwiches and lemonade. Like, it's not particularly fancy. And they're definitely not offering pizza. Pizza. Oh yeah, my God. it's like Ravioli, super Italian. Everything. Like, everything on the menu is super complicated, too. And it's not like it's like they're even like dishes like grilled cheese with tomato soup or something. It's like sophisticated like ravioli sweet and sour it's like crazy yeah, it's, stuff it's a high-end restaurant that seems to be in a strip mall that's what i, I got it is it's across the street from a, a movie theater so it's yeah there were six, in... like 16 dollar burgers were happening at least which you know like I, I it's one of those things where like other ramsey shows he goes and like bourdain shows they like they'll go to like ethnic restaurants in strip malls like that but it's it's different you're you're looking at a different perspective when you come to places like that the best right. thai food i grew up with eating like the best thai restaurant in the place i grew up in it, it's in a strip mall it's been on the corner of that strip mall for the last 20 years you know the decor is nothing to like write home about but it's like done in a way that was clearly like meant to reflect the family and the food is amazing it's the matriarch in the back like cooking every day and I can see if it was that kind of a situation here, but it, it's just not. not. It's, it's it's set up like it's this like beautiful restaurant. Like you should, the whole, everything about it just feels a little bit off. And he says that right away. So when Gordon comes in, well, at first before Gordon even gets there, we were met with like I don't even know if they normally do this. They usually just do this as like a little like two minute like blip of an episode where this kind mm-hmm. of like here's what the restaurant normally ends up. oh man everything's so dirty oh man we're real frazzled in the kitchen oh man oh man Cause, yeah because it. usually it's, it's clearly the restaurant that wants help specifically even if they and don't I, take it and but. that scene usually takes at most two minutes maybe but instead because this is such an insane restaurant <laughs> This lead-up scene of, like, how the uh, restaurant operates lasts, like, almost 15 minutes because it's absolute insanity. The, the, again, it's Amy's the cook. She is, like, um, she's getting really frazzled because people are sending back food that's either not, it's either too spicy or too it's, like, sweet a, or too not sweet cooked. or not cooked. Legitimate reasons that she could easily fix. Like, cooking it a little bit more is not difficult to do. Especially and with really, pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, if something's too spicy, like, you should just apologize, because that's not something you can really change, but that's just how it is. Like, people's pi- palates are different. You don't like spice, you don't like spice. And they're like, no, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. And then there's Sammy she, is, like, at screaming one, at people. <laughs> at one point, she makes something spicy, and she's like, I hope it, like, spicier. And she's like, I hope it, like, hurts them. I hope they get sick. She and he says, says that. It, he sa- she says it in this way where, he, where she's talking about, I'm like, I hope it hurts him yeah it's just like scary and she's just like it's a little disturbing and then like she says it like jokingly but like i don't know that felt very disturbing no, there was some menace there and it was like that was within like two minutes of the episode starting that yeah happened. so it's like whoa we're in for a fucking like roller coaster and we are because later on we also find out that the waitress one of the waitresses is miranda and katie which miranda, uh, they're both very young right like to the point where it's like they're using these people just to boss them around or, yeah i think can katie's we agree probably, yeah, yeah katie's probably 16 and then miranda's maybe 18 at most yeah she's worked other places but right katie's, yeah that's her first job katie's first job i think or one of them for sure and um the one waitress the, even the one that's been there a longer time who's been there for like maybe two months she's not allowed to operate the computer which, again, really goes back to this alleged uh, front for money, because 
He's got millions of dollars he's throwing around into a restaurant that does not look that high-end. It doesn't even look like they've decorated that amazingly. Maybe it's expensive property, but I doubt it. It's at a strip mall. So, the the control he must have over in like it's a point of sale uh, system. Anyone who's even used like I'm I'm using Wawa as an example. You don't even use Wawa's everywhere else, but like certainly there's some. Ex- you guys have places that have like you know ordering things on a touch screen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you've ever been to some place like that, I don't know what the equivalent if you, is. If you live here. in the 21st century <laughs> and you've yes. gone to a restaurant, if you'll, you've you'll used what... Seamless, for God's sake, <laughs> yeah. If you use a touch phone, like a, a, a smartphone, it's the same exact thing. It's just touching things on a touch I, screen. I only use flip phones. I'm all about that <laughs> clamshell. I, I just got my razor. <laughs> <laughs> Your T-Mobile sidekick. Yes, my T-Mobile sidekick too. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> Hashtag 2007. But um, or like a self checkout at a grocery store, that kind of stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Everyone's that's used actually that a great basic. example. Yeah. So like, come on, this is not like a very sophisticated uh thing. Even then, if it was something that's like maybe she'd only been there a week and they explained that way, she's been there for a month or so at this point. Like she should be trained on how to use the point of sale. And she mentions to people that she's used it in, in other restaurants she's worked in. So it's not like she's not familiar with it. So he, she is taking orders. I don't even know what the point of having a waitress is really, because all she's doing is taking orders and bringing them food. Because he puts in everything. Uh, he also sometimes takes orders, and he also brings. Yeah, food he sometimes. he so slowly like, inputs the orders into the machine. And he's uh, we mentioned he's an older guy. What would you ballpark his age as? Like maybe like mid to late sixties. Yeah, he's yeah. in his sixties, definitely. So, and I'm not trying to judge because maybe he's great at this that we're just not seeing, but he seems very very uh, unsure about how to use this computer to start. And like you should really be nailing using the computer if you're going to stop young people who probably use more technology than you from using the computer. Instead, he's like he's got glasses on. Like oh, it looks like he has like those old lady chain reading glasses. I don't think he does. But <laughs> They're called croquis. I learned oh, recently. They? <laughs> They're called croquis. Is he wearing? Is it chain? I don't know if it's chain, but he definitely has glasses on just for the machine. It's a and real like, Angela Lansbury situation happening. <laughs> and he's it's definitely he's reading glasses, them. yeah. Yeah, and he's touching them so slowly, and he's, like, shaking a little bit as he does it. And it's just very sad. And she's, like, and she has to, like, stand next to him and read off what she wrote. Like, so what's the point of even... Oh, it's just so insane. So then he is also getting these orders wrong sometimes, and, like, she's getting the fault for it because it's, like, you're not letting her do her job. And then, of course, she, uh, later on, as people are sending stuff back, Amy's using that age-old bullshit thing of there are starving people in the world who could be eating but these people decide to send back what they don't want and then would put it in the trash and i'm like i got so angry right there like Mm -hmm. they're not asking you to remake the food half the time they just want it to be a little bit better and even if they are asking you to remake it they're paying for it so like i hate when people are if you are going to be that upset about every single time someone talks about like your food not being perfect you're in the wrong business. <laughs> like she, this she, is... she refused to believe that the cu- the customer was always right. Like, and it's not even like a, they're uh, wrong. Always it's wrong. not even a case of a, like a customer being a jackass. Like they were had legitimate gripes about the food. And she's like, no. And like to give you an example of this, I mean, first of all, Sammy very almost brags the fact that when people don't like his wife's food, he tells them to leave. Like that's <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, that's what I do. And it's like the camera is just like on him because at this point Gordon Ramsay's not there yet to say what the fuck's wrong with you. <laughs> so he, everyone's just like, wait, what? <laughs> he just said that. He's like, oh yeah, this is just what I do. So then when there's two guys who are eating pizza, they wait for like probably, I mean, we're only seeing an like edited two version. two hours. I'd guess like at least an hour if not longer for this pizza. And 
don't, they don't get it. And I think even if the one does come, it's not even good. But I don't think they ever even have their pizza. Later on, they get it, but it's late. But So in this situation, I don't even get the pizza. And he's like, you know what? I'm, like, done waiting. I need to leave. This is, like, I'm hungry. So they leave. <laughs> and then Sammy, the, uh, the male owner, tries to demand them to pay for it because they're still making it. And they're like, we didn't even eat anything. And he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm gonna need your money. And he, like, confronts the guy. He gets up in his face. He, like, practically hits him. I think he even shoves him a little bit. And then Amy, like, pulls out her call, or her uh, phone and's like, I'm gonna call the police. And, of course, Sammy's like, whoa, 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 whoa. she'll chill out for a second because he knows he just, like, threatened this dude, like, physically. Well, but, and like, if you watch that scene, you see some of the PAs from the show step in to try and him, like, break up whoa, the fight. Like, there's black shirts with headsets. Like, that's, fuck, that's, that's the PAs. That doesn't happen. Like, production's supposed to stay, just stay out of the way. So when they, Especially they in this show. Yeah. Well, they, they, they'll do that in some just to add to the... I mean, every once in a while you'll get that because they actually add some intenseness to it sometimes. I mean, MTV does that a lot where they'll have PAs show up because they want it to be seeming like they needed somebody to intervene. But here, it's like I've never seen on this show anybody intervene. And they have... We see later on the cameras are mounted on the walls, all 360. They don't need to have someone intervene unless there's really like a physical altercation going on. Which was about to happen, clearly. Like He, they, he shoves them! He yeah, really would have. There was... um There was... I think it's the pilot, actually, for Kitchen Nightmares. And that was probably the only other time I've ever seen the PAs on this show like intervene. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, the, it was... <laughs> it was like a super stereotypical Italian restaurant in on Long Island with like, you know, an Italian family and like the 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 nominal restaurant owner. He was this big burly like Jersey Shore Italian Long Island guy. Mm-hmm. Like and and he and there's like a debt collector and he tries to like beat the shit out of the debt collector. I mean, I'm not trying to say you should beat the shit out of a debt collector, but at least that makes some sense in the situation. But like situation. the PAs were like, "No, we can't have you be arrested." Yeah. <laughs> like not arrested, not on camera. But at least that's like some weird like separate personal beef. This is just but like this, a customer. These are people who were upset they were trying to pay them an hour to get their food first of all. Which by the way, in what universe does a pizza take that long? No, it's insane. And it's, it's still uh, well, not cooked. It's right. not even cooked thoroughly. And the reason it's taking so long is because you have so many other orders. There's, like, two people cooking, and there's so many different dishes you need to make. So it's probably, like, fifth down the line of things that needs to get done. That's why it's not even probably being cooked until well, two-thirds and, of the way through their waiting. And it's, doesn't Ramsey say that Amy only does, like, one ticket at a time? She doesn't have exactly, multiple burners Exactly, because she's, like, the head chef, and if, if she's not here, then the, the, the restaurant's not open. It's her and, and the one sous chef who looks to be about 23. I mean, if that. Like, yeah. she looks like a child. Which, yeah. for a sous chef, most sous chefs are a little bit older who've maybe taken some classes or something. But, like, it, it just feels very... Like, there's two people cooking. I mean, you could guess, I guess, at the most, if it's the busiest it ever is, maybe, like, 30 orders. That's a lot of orders for two people to cook. But even, Especially when they're all different meals. But the sous chef isn't allowed to work the burners, remember? She does exactly. only salads. She does salads. cold dishes. <laughs> salads she just does salads this is what like i i almost feel like they (laughs) wanted to be this like it it feels like a joke like i don't understand what's wrong with these people and so after uh the the pas intervene um sammy's just kind of backs off a little bit and like that was like the intro to this restaurant you're supposed to be seeing like like people yeah, we struggling, but like intro. Yeah, you're <laughs> supposed to see like a two minute intro of like people struggling, but like we're trying to make ends meet because we want to provide for our families or something. Like usually, there's people with like actual stories here. Like my husband used to come home, but he died, or like stuff like <laughs> that, where it's like intense and there's some emotional. Here, it's just like these people are monsters, like immediately, <laughs> and 
They give like zero. They give zero repercussions for any of their actions. It seems like they must do this every single day, or at least like pretty frequently, because right? they don't seem to act like it's that mm-hmm. big a deal. It's it's surreal to me. So then, uh, of course, now Gordon shows up, and the way they turn off this is maybe the most frightening thing to me is the next morning after that insanity where he was literally about to get in a fist fight in the middle of the night with a stranger who's trying to eat in his restaurant, who's someone who should be like, if, guess what. If the pizza's taking that long, offer them something else that's easier to make. Like, that's another option if it's going to be... I mean, that's also insane, but, like, if he doesn't want to wait or something or complimentary or give him a gift card, there are so many better ways to handle it than I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. And so when Gordon comes, after it got that heated the night before, Gordon comes in, they're all smiles and cheery, <laughs> and it was, like, serial killer they're, shit. They're like, like you're going to mm-hmm. prove the haters all wrong. And it, they're like, oh, Gordon, come give my wife a hug. I'm like, oh, this is creepy like it was it just felt like an abusive relationship with these people and we've only known them for like for literally four minutes i was like i don't want this at all and and all of the people who work there who aren't like the two people that own it look like they are absolutely i i feel like when gordon's eating he's like looking at them like blink twice if you're being here against your will. <laughs> he's so worried about the wait staff and i love him it's pretty episode. sweet yeah and normally he gets so much more into things. Like, he starts to know everybody. He starts to do this. He is so detached in this episode because he, like, immediately puts his walls up and he's just like, this feels wrong. Like, he actually knows things are off. Even as he's eating the cake and saying it's delicious, he's like, stuff feels a little bit off here. Yeah. And I'm not really sure why. But he soon figures out, very, very soon figures out why. But, um... They're all, they're, they're acting shocked that he's there. I love that Amy acts like, they're like, someone go get Amy. I'm like, they must have been waiting for this take for like 20 minutes. And it's, <laughs> she's like, oh, oh, he's here. She goes running up front. They give him a hug. And then I love Gordon for not believing. Like, when they tell him that they're married, he's like, wait, what? He's <laughs> just like, thank he's, you for He's saying. like, you won the lottery. And then she's like, no, I won the lottery. She's like, I prayed for <laughs> I him. And then vomit. he came. <laughs> she prayed for him, and then Jesus sent him to her. I'm like, oh, that's a whole other thing I didn't know about. Can like, we talk about was... their children? Cats. Oh, oh my god. He asked if they ha- Oh my god. Oh my god. We, I forgot We about have this. three little boys, but they're trapped inside cat bodies. And my, I had to listen- I had to pause that for a second and rewind it because I thought I missed it, and I'm like- it, it sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> we're, we're like like f- like Five Nights at Freddy's style. They've stuffed like small children into cat bodies. Oh my god! They're but actual it's... children, but the cats ate them. Ugh. No, their their children are their cats, and it was just the creepiest way to ever say that. Like, just say I have three cats, or just say yes. Their their names are blah blah, and they're cats. Ah, not they're, they're trapped inside cat bodies. Like that's. That's serial killer shit. It's one of those things where, like, the first time I watched this, she said that. And I was like, okay. Like, and the uh, the first time I watched this was when it came out, like, Mm -hmm, you know, several years ago. And I remember watching it and thinking, okay, maybe she's just, like, kind of like a quirky weirdo. And, you know, editing. You know, like, I was, like, willing to, like let it go a little bit and then like the rest of her crazy comes out later and i was well, like oh no nah, she's a serial but also killer. immediately following that i mean we're jumping a little bit how we can go back for a second but otherwise but immediately following that she also meows because she's a cat person and she goes right like, that meow, so meow, when she meow, does meow, meow, when she does the i speak cat thing i was like no sorry i was oh, willing that's... to be quirky but no that was like, next level <laughs> like, i was like okay well maybe you know maybe she was a crazy cat lady until she met sammy 
Okay. I buy that. No, she's insane. <laughs> she was just crazy. Not the cat lady. Just straight up crazy. I'm yeah. waiting for the like the news to happen where it turns out like she murdered Sammy to get all <laughs> well, that money for her and <laughs> yeah, the cats. Well, even like mentioning okay, I don't I hate to dwell on this fucking cat cat <laughs> thing, but I need like also as someone who watches a lot of like, you know, um suspense and, and like horror, like just the phrasing of it, like three little boys trapped inside cat bodies mm. implies like the next sentence would be and one day they're gonna try and cut themselves out or something <laughs> creepy. Mm-hmm. And it like that's what my brain goes because that's like the that's next a witch's curse. Exactly. And it's like that's, that's a literally, scary. That's thing literally to the say. plot of the witches only with cats instead of a mouse boy right and then and she says it but like we're saying this like like we're saying how creepy it is she says it like she's like and we have three little boys all trapped in cat bodies <laughs> meow 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 and it's just like the creepiest thing i've ever heard it really seems like even gordon's like what the fuck is going on and like he he's terrified for the audience throughout the entire episode which i really appreciate like Gordon he is like, pure gold this episode yeah and there are episodes where he gets a little bit to be a little bit much but i think he's really like at his best in this episode because oh, yeah. honestly he's practically irrelevant to the episode the episode is almost about them and he's just kind of like in the background like what's happening here well you mentioned earlier in the podcast how like this this episode really only gets to about the what would normally be like the first 20 minutes of a standard like structured episode Mm -hmm. so like instead of 20 minutes of all of this followed by like you know 40 more minutes because you know an hour-long block like instead of 40 more minutes of him like you know fixing and tinkering or whatever like we stop in the middle of his observation of um a, a a dinner service right so like pretty much yeah, yeah. and like we, we pick up the next day and like normally when that happens that's right around like the halfway mark so we got an entire episode of what would normally be half an episode so i kind of also have to wonder like do we do, are we missing all these beautiful like oh you're crazy kind of moments like normally or is it just this specific situation well i mentioned burger kitchen before because that's similar that's two parts like i mentioned because it was similar but there was a conclusion to that where he did, I mean, there's still issues at the end of it all, but, like, and there was, like, some weird, like, inheritance stuff going on there. It was very bizarre, which, if you ever oh, really yeah. go watch that episode, it's great. It's, it should have gotten an Emmy, I swear to God. But, like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, like, better than Game of Thrones. But, like, <laughs> that had a lot more stuff, and then it actually had a conclusion, whereas, like, this has more stuff, and they were just like, look, we'll just, like, show it all uncut, practically, mm-hmm. because yeah. normally we don't bother cutting, we cut this stuff up, because... And also, like, you can tell the camaraderie's missing, because normally in that second day that we're talking about, like, that next second half of the episode, it's where everybody earns their lumps, it's where he makes friends with mm-hmm. all the people that work there, because he's been there for two to three days or a week or something helping them get this restaurant up and running, or maybe not that long, but, like, it's definitely a couple it, days. It's insane, because I know it's, like, there were five minutes left in the episode, because like, I was, like, checking just kind of intensely to see, like, how is this going to end? It's, like... They're still like arguing with him. There's no fixing this place apparently, and I was yep. like, "That's that's not normal." No, it's not. And he mm-hmm. really, I mean, he's not an idiot. He probably would have tried to fix it if he could have done that because that's what great TV is. Him, like the Burger Kitchen episode, is him trying to really legitimately fix something that's very, very broken outside of the restaurant. Like there's a there's personal shit going on, which is definitely at play here too. They have issues. These these people have very serious issues. That are not something that you can really fix just because the restaurant's not working. Like, these are disturbed people, I think. And it's not something he can really take on. And he kind of sees that very quickly. Because even, like, okay. So he's trying to tell her about, like, he's like, so show me the place. 
He's, mm-hmm. He eats the cake. He says it's great. It's delicious. Then she also shows him his his uh their their back kitchen room or their back um uh the back of house B O H back of house yeah Ooh, where it's the freezer yeah <laughs> nice the freezer and everything and it's all labeled and beautiful and for him a huge portion of what he does on shows is do that kind of stuff for people or like similar it's actually more anal than most of what he normally does but like. It's that like it's very clean. Everything's well kept. So he's like, "Wow, part of my job's not even really like what's the issue here?" But then like she she it's like almost like as if like and the camera doesn't change lighting because it's a reality show. But when they cut back to her, they might as well just like darken all the house lights and make her look like a villain because she basically goes like, "Yeah, the only reason you're," and he's like, "I don't get why I'm here." He says something along those lines, and she's like, "It's because the internet." The haters. Oh, boys and monsters and haters and all. And then she goes off on this tangent. Oh, like, yeah. He looks like, so scared. Uh, he looks That's like why I could not take notes because it was insane what she was saying. <laughs> it was screeds. It was like screeds of, of angry, like, like stuff she's like. It just sounds like the kind of like inner thoughts of people who are genuinely disturbed. <laughs> and she, she says something. He says an offhanded comment about, like, I don't know why I'm even here. And then she basically, like, rattles off something to him that it. It was like almost like a minute of just like, like how everyone online is a hater and how everything's awful and they're all bullies. And he's like, I didn't ask that question, so it's like, whoa, <laughs> like that. That's like a dip in the crazy pool where he did not understand like why she just went off on him. But that I feel like is the first time where he sees like maybe here's where the problem is, and he doesn't really actually say it because he's an idiot. But like he's like, okay, now I know why I'm maybe getting here. And he he sits down for his dinner course because they do a run-through with him there the first time where they just show him what the restaurant's like and how it operates. Mm-hmm. And they sit down to do that, and he's already kind of like, something is a little bit weird. Yeah. And uh, So so just so for the audience who's never seen this program before, mm-hmm. they usually do... They, Ramsey will get a tour of the kitchen before the lunch service. He'll sit through lunch service and order, like, a massive meal that he only eats two or three bites of each plate of. Yeah. And then afterwards, he will usually offer some feedback, or or just or he'll be like, "All right, we'll see you at dinner service." Where he puts Here's on what his, we can salvage, yeah. That kind of stuff, yeah. And so he'll uh, he'll usually if there if for example a front of house if wait staff uh, the the server the the servers the hosts etc if they're to blame he'll usually be like y'all suck fucking stop um, or whatever and then he'll put on his whites and then do dinner service um, and observe the back of house. And then, uh, and then the next morning after that, they'll do the big like wrap up and discussion about what mm-hmm. to do from here. Mm-hmm. Um, so how to move forward from this point? Exactly, and that's when usually it's it's either right after dinner service or the next morning where they'll do like the big kitchen scrub, throwing out all the old food, new buying, Sometimes redesigning it. Like if they do a totally different dining room or something. That usually, happens. I feel like that happens after the cleaning and everything, the punishment basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, sometimes they'll do that. If that's like, it's like sometimes that is the issue where it's like, well, you're everything else out here is like all like Italian looking, but you serve Chinese food. And they're like, this doesn't match, and he'll change the way it looks. Or like, it's like really basic stuff. It's usually just like you just make the menus clearer or something, or, or shorten the menus to just like seven yeah, items. Exactly. These are all things he would have brought up. He never even gets the chance to because while yeah. he's sitting for that dinner, like well, he, first this, he sits through yeah. lunch service. So he sits through, yeah, he sits through lunch service and. Which is, I mean, to him, he's ordering stuff, it's lunch stuff, but it's also just, like, he, he, he basically asks for their biggest meal, like, their biggest um, hits. He wants to see the best of what they make, basically. And he'll he'll ask for stuff to, they'll, like, get recommendations from this, the owners or the servers. So he gets, um, what is he, I don't remember what he gets. He gets, like, four or five things. He gets so he orders um, salad. 
uh, yeah, he orders a salad, then he orders uh, two different burgers, a pizza, and a ravioli uh, dish. And the, the two different burgers, one was a, was a uh, salmon burger, and one was a blue ribbon burger, with whatever it's called. It was just a basic hamburger, but it's very fancy. So he sits there and waits for them all to come out. He already looks like he waits, even for the first thing, he waits for a while, and that's just a salad. Yeah, he's just like... After maybe the first one, like it spent seventy five minutes, like to get like oh, he two said things. That? Yeah, he said seventy five minutes. minutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, his like, en- his entire lunch service is the lunch service. Like he's there crazy. for like two and a half hours for the entire meal. So I, I I wasn't I couldn't hear time. I wasn't paying attention, I guess enough. But like I could tell time was passing, but I didn't hear him mentioning how long it had been because when you, it's edited, it's hard to tell. Mm. But if it's been that long. He's the only person that matters that day. You're supposed to be nailing how quickly things get to him. Like, that's the only, like... Because she won't he, let anyone cook. Yeah, it's only Amy cooking. Well, and she also doesn't... So, like, in other restaurants, even ones that are just, like, not great, the chef will, you know, fire the fire Ramsay's dishes first when they come in. They always yeah. go to the front of the line. So, like... <laughs> so, okay, I know a lot of restaurant terminology, and I, I never I worked in a restaurant. <laughs> You just know well, it. I appreciate it. I, I just know it. Well, I, I read Bourdain's book, um, No Reservations, and then... I watched the show, Catching Confidential, because Bradley Cooper. And, yes. And, uh, and uh, what's his name? Um, Nicholas Brendan? Yes, but John... John Cho? Yes, and... Uh, <laughs> Do you want me to keep going? <laughs> keep going. <laughs> he plays Dr. John Sweet. Francis Daly. <laughs> yes, John Francis Daly. Is and how it's also I found Aaron Hayes. It's, it's a pretty stacked Aaron. cast. And also Jamie yeah, why did that sh- And also Bobby <laughs> Somerville. It's insane it didn't last, actually. Why did, why did it only run the production order? With special guest Michael Vartan as a French chef. Oh, God, so good. Which oh, is a perfect casting. Like, Pete Cotton is there. Frank Langella is there. It's like, if perfect. it was on nowadays and got the ratings it did, it would still be on. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. Where You pull a lot from that. But you also, have you worked at a restaurant at all? No, I know? actually never. Oh, wow, it's impressive then. I, Congratulations. I, I'm a poser. I really am. I just, I've, I find restaurants and, like, the front of house, back of house thing, like, really fascinating. I do, too. But yeah. also, actually, what it is is, um, so the restaurant model is basically the same worldwide, A, because of colonialism, but B, just because, like, it's a model that works. There's no need to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for like probably about five years, um, all Japanese and Korean dramas, like there was a, there was a, a restauranting, a restaurant set drama every season for like four years. And the way Asian television seasons work is literal seasons. <laughs> They're 13 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, you know, the first, the second, the like quarters of the year, basically. So like there was a, like I, Japan went through it first and then Korea did. And I, mm-hmm. all of my... I I spend a lot of my teen years watching Japanese and Korean television media because I'm a crazy person. And, uh, like, actually, no, I just really love the drama of it. Yeah, you do you. Yeah, I love (laughs) Korean dramas. And so I watched um, Bambino on, 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 I think it was um, NHK, something like that. And then I watched uh, Pasta on on Hulu for a while there. So those are actually... They're both pretty good. I liked them a lot, but you learn a lot about sort of the back of house operations from that. Like they, mm-hmm. like pasta is about the and pasta and bambino are both about the line. So both of the main characters are chefs who want to be like real chefs. So in bambino, he starts as a busboy and then works his way up the line, and he ends up working front of house for a while too. So I learned a lot about the restaurant. See, I knew that about life. sushi from Jiro's Dreams of Sushi, but I don't know any about much of American. <laughs> like a little bit different. Like a sushi house has different rules, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. than yeah. other. 
But, yeah, I know what you mean. It's good. I mean, it helps, too, because I think it, this show also tries to be very clear about that because it's also about educating people at large if you're going to go into this business how to do it properly. Yeah. And I respect that about, I mean, Gordon Ramsay has made no bones about being a perfectly nice guy all the time. He's never trying to be, like, a hero. But he's <laughs> also just, like... He like, doesn't try to be an asshole. He just yeah, does what works. Yeah, he's trying to help everybody out. He's going to be honest. Like, it's like, that's what he says. It's like, I'm trying to be honest with you guys. Like, I'm not trying like to Like a drill sergeant, you. basically. He doesn't yeah. like the, be- the betterment of you, basically. And, yeah. I mean, he's he's been so much meaner than he has in this episode. Like, he really actually goes out of his way to try and be like, what is ha- why are you reacting so strongly just to basic opinions? Because, like, his opinion is wrong to them. And that's not... How opinions It's not were? debatable. Like, it's... <laughs> like, he's a... He's like a four or five star chef or whatever. He's probably, like, Michelin rated or something. Like... He's had restaurants that are definitely, like, the highest end in the world. Like, what are you talking about that you're not going to take his... Whose opinion will you take if you will not take someone who's literally, uh, like, probably the most well-known chef on TV? Plus, like, I I love Ramsey because he does enough different types of programming that you can Uh see that he's... Like, watch him on MasterChef and contrast that with Hell's Kitchen, right? Like, right. he got this reputation for being, like, the, the asshole head chef because of Hell's Kitchen. So I feel like he eventually, like, he did MasterChef to be like, wait, hold on. I'm and not also, a bad like, MasterChef Junior, where he's, like, really sweet to the children from, like, the, the <laughs> two episodes well, I've seen. So. Exactly. Yeah. And a good friend of mine, um, who was the one who kind of got me, like, watching all these, like, Ramsey cooking shows, it, she said um, that... The differences on Hell's Kitchen, those people are saying that they're professional chefs. So when they fuck up, it is his right as an actual professional chef to be like, fuck you. And guess what? Like, he, if you ever want to go back, I'll link to it. He was a sous chef for people, too. He had to take his fucking lumps. Like, he's yeah. not some nobody who just, like, whose, like, father inherited, like, the master chef throne or something <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, Like, no. he earned his right to, I mean, I wouldn't say to be an asshole, but, like, certainly he's he's been the person being yelled at in the kitchen for a long time. Yeah. He was a sous chef to some really crazy people. So, like, yeah. he's not some, like, idiot. Like, I, I feel like that she's talking to him in this in this episode especially He's trying to give them some real honest, like, heartfelt, like, what is wrong here with you? Because he's like, this is about you guys. You are a, a married couple and you can't talk to each other about basic criticism. There's more at play here than a restaurant. Like, the, like you need to address that first before I can even try and help what's going on here. And they're just, like, super offended by it. Like, won't even hear him, like... And, so he, and you're right, because he, he talks to Amy like she's on MasterChef, not like she's on Hell's Kitchen. Right. And I know that sounds like a crazy statement to make, but it's true. Like, he talks to her like she's a home cook who's kind of been put into this, like, position of, like, being a chef. But I think she is. I think she basically comes across as someone with a dream of being a chef, and then her rich husband was just like, go ahead, do it. Yeah, and I think that's exactly... I mean, and he didn't clearly didn't care about the loss losses, because no way that restaurant is making money. Because no. he's not legit in any way. Any terms. He, He's, uh, I, I'm, I'm, like, I don't always agree with Reddit, but when I do, it's about mobsters. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all alleged, because I have no idea this, but Allegedly, it really does come across as, like, it comes across I, as very, very shady Again, he, he legitimately says, I am the gangster, not you, to Gordon Ramsay. I was chatting with Toya, I was like, this guy reminds me of the, the Greek from the second season of The Wire. Oh, I feel that. I absolutely feel that. Right? And I love that um, because he's like, I'm Israeli. I'm not even Greek. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's very, it's it's all very threatening. And because, like, okay, so after he sits through that lunch service, 
because we don't run, she, she tells him also, we already mentioned this briefly, but the restaurant doesn't run when they're not both there. Mm-hmm. So he says, like, I think he lays, that's the first truth bomb that he just says, hardcore, that's no way to run a business. And yeah. that's some truth. Like, yeah. you need to have at least somebody to show up when you're yeah. not, if you're sick or something. But, like, what I was going to say is before we move on from, like, him finishing lunch service, let's talk about Sammy taking all the tips. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> oh, my God. So, all right. It's already, it's been clear. He asked them, like, what's the kind of, like, you know, situation here? How long have you girls been working here? They mentioned that they've turned over almost 100 or more people. And then at first, like, wow, 100 or more people? I can't believe it. How many How many a week would that be? That'd be, like, someone leaving after a week of work every every day for two years, right? Like, it's, it's, it's a lot of people. It's, like, 50 weeks in a year. It's, that's a lot of people to lose. So, like, they've gone through 100 or more people. And when they're talking to them, like, trying to figure out why that is, it comes up that, like, um, so what do you make in terms of wages or something? I don't even know how it comes up. He just brings... Maybe they got, like, a tip off from someone. I don't know. But he brings up the fact of, like, so how much do you make? And then she mentions, like, uh, hourly. And then he's like, wait, what? And then she says, yes, I get paid hourly. And this is, like, a 16-year-old girl gets paid hourly to be a waitress. So... That's appalling. Yeah. And I was thinking about this because it's, like, it, it depends. Because Sammy is clearly not an American citizen. And in other parts of the world, they do pay staff wait staff a living wage and they don't need tips um so it, it's never made clear if he's paying them the u.s allowed hourly for wait staff he's which paying, is like he's paying katie at least eight dollars an hour she yeah. she mentioned that on her reddit ama yeah so, so that's she, still not enough that's not enough but that's, that's not... more but that's more than i was making when i was cashiering in texas and they're in arizona yeah, I don't know. I feel like she's not working the amount of hours to make that a, like a legitimate thing, though. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I don't. Who if knows? They're only working lunch service and dinner service. May, I don't know. It's who knows, but regardless, though, you just don't take tips. Like that's why you waitress. You get a minimum wage and then you get tips. So I agree, except that in the U.S., the minimum wage for someone who serves and gets tips is something like two fifteen an hour. Right. So like, if she's making eight an hour, but she's working like. And, and she's working standard, like, restaurant serving hours. She's actually, like, I hate to be that guy, but in this case, I was like, they didn't clarify if she's making the re- standard waitressing hourly without tips, which is two fifteen, or if she was making a proper minimum wage. Because Arizona's minimum wage is, like, $8 or something. So that, <laughs> I agree with you for definitely to a point where it's like, okay, at least he's giving them some money, but... Some of these people are tipping with her in mind, and yeah. that feels really, really so, unsavory. I agree, and that's where I'm like, that's not okay. Because if, if they're paying them a, a, a living wage, the restaurants that do that, especially out west, I've seen, and there's not a lot, but occasionally it happens, they'll put up a sign that says, you don't need to tip because our or, servers are paid. Or gratuity included, or our servers are paid, or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, they'll put like, a sign yeah. that says, you don't need to tip because our servers are paid, um, the state minimum wage. It's, so. it's bonkers. That, and then when, when Gordon hears that, he is mortified. Livid. I mean, that He's is... Li- yeah, he gets absolutely... like He almost, like, gets up and yells at the guy, practically. He has him come over immediately afterwards. Like, she's barely even left the table... Before he's like, Sammy, get the fuck over here. <laughs> and he's like, what is wrong with you? And he's just like, I don't I don't see what the problem is. I don't see what the problem is. But, I mean, again, like, we know now that it's $8 an hour. I mean, allegedly, that's what Katie said in her AMA. And I don't even know if she got that up, up front. Maybe she's gotten that more. If, I don't know if they've gotten, like, a, you know, a bonus or something. Who knows? But that's how much she has said that she, she was getting paid. But, like, for him to say that, 
And then to not even clarify that she does get eight... You have to defend yourself. He never mentions she gets paid that much an hour. Mm-hmm. For all we know, she is getting, like, four or five dollars an hour or something crazy like that. I guess you mm-hmm. have to pay them a little bit higher. But, like, it's just not... It doesn't feel right at all. Especially because she's so young. It feels very predatory. Yeah, there's... Just, and, like, it's, it's creepy how young they are. Like, it just feels like they're completely being taken advantage of. Yeah, and she kind of, it's almost sad because, like, in a couple of the interviews where they're, like, talking heads to the cameras, you can tell, like, they're realizing, like, yeah, I've, like, how long have you been working here? Like, only a couple weeks. And it's like, oh my god, like, these poor girls have to, like, they're basically, like, finding out for themselves how, like, basically, like, um, used they've been Mm -hmm. through the camera, and it's like, oh, this feels wrong, but, like, at least now they're getting away from it. But, like, so... Gordon confronts him. He's, like, livid. And the, and Sammy has no real excuse. He absolutely finds nothing wrong with it. And it's like, if there, if you're gonna be asked this, you should at least have some kind of defense for it. And if you could say, like, maybe it's because he's not from this country originally, well, what's Amy's excuse? Like, Amy also co-owns the restaurant, I'm assuming, or at least, like, runs it. She should say something if she thinks that's not right. I don't so feel like, mean, like... I don't, I don't feel know. like Princess has ever, like, waitressed or even knows how waitressing works. Like, yeah. honestly, I doubt Princess knows. No. But or she would never pretend to know. She's just always been, like, this beautiful... Like, oh. I know. One of my favorite... Oh, one of my favorite things about Ramsay, though, is that... Uh, I've always enjoyed really two things about Kitchen Nightmares. The first is that he always puts the blame solely where it should go. Like, yes. he never... He never blames waitstaff for problems from back of house. Mm-hmm. And, in turn, he never blames back of house when waitstaff is actually causing problems. Uh, it doesn't happen often, but occasionally waitstaff is actually the worst. Uh, and they're, like, doing things like... they. There's some things that waitstaff is not supposed to do, right? You're not supposed to eat on the job. You're not yeah, supposed I, to I've seen them. episodes like that, too. I yeah. and, and, or they're, like, rude to customers or, or abrasive or something weird. Who knows? Yeah. Or not, not getting there on time or not, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. There was one where, like, waitstaff quit early, took multiple bottles of expensive wine as well as, like, a full meal and just left. Like, yeah, there was crazy. one, like, it was bad. And and I, I've always appreciated that Ramsey does a good job of saying, no, if, if, if waitstaff is not to blame here, if it's back of house, I'm going to be mad at back of house and very supportive of waitstaff and vice versa. Um, and the other thing I always liked about Ramsey is that assuming waitstaff is blameless, he does a great job of being very supportive and vocally appreciative of waitstaff. Which- yeah, and that's something that really, it kind of almost feels like, like, either or usually. Where yeah. it's, like, them versus, like, it's almost like people always try and do, like, the front of the house versus the back of the house. And it's not. It's a machine. Everyone works together. Yeah. And and I think a lot of times you see, like, you know, especially, like, less experienced culinary, they're not good about being appreciative of good waitstaff. But, you know, it, it, it makes a difference, I think. And, you know, as somebody who's worked service jobs before, like, you know, on Back in the Field, Carl and I have talked about, you know, both of us, like, I've never served, but I've provided service and it's really easy to find yourself in jobs like that where nobody's giving you any appreciation so like as somebody who's been like doing customer service and grunt work like that basically been the bottom of the totem pole it is nice to know that like somebody important is like no i recognize your contribution and it is really important and i'm glad you are here yeah especially someone who could easily dismiss that as completely irrelevant because a lot of people in his situation probably do, I yeah. would imagine. I and mean, it's, it's easy it's to be like, it's all the food. The waitstaff just brings the thing. it's like, no, because if the waitstaff fucks up your food on the way to the table, you are fucked, right? And it also really, it also really, it's also very good because, especially in these situations, when you compare, like, what what he's saying 
to what, like, when you have his opinion next to the opinion of these two staff idiots? themselves. Well, yeah. no, like, the staff themselves. Yeah. It makes it so much more validated because, like, they've probably been saying some. Like, she says she's brought up to him, like, maybe we could do tips instead. And she's been brushed off. And it's like, well, like, now you get someone who's literally a professional in this business agreeing with her. So it's like, thank you for giving these people, like, some, mm-hmm. like, some validity. And there's, like, so when he's talking to them about, like, you know, he has issues with the way that the pizza tastes and things. Like, he he goes to them with these very honest, like, like, this pizza took this long to get here and it's still not even fully cooked. Or it's, like, um, too it's greasy, too I think he says, or too sweet, that, that kind of stuff. And, like, he has Sammy come over and, like, touch the pizza, and he sees the pizza's doughy. And it's like, well, so you're not gonna say anything to Gordon, but you're cool to flip that other guy off for saying the same exact criticism. So he's, like, also giving a voice to people who are, like, customers who have these actual valid criticisms. Because, like, that customer guy, that guy was, like, all he was just saying is, like, this pizza isn't even well-cooked. And then, like, Sammy basically, like, caught him, like, an asshole and told him to fuck off. (laughs) And then, like, Gordon says the exact same thing. The pizza is dough. It is. And, like, he has Sammy put his actual finger in the actual dough. And then once he does that, he's assuming he's going to go back and tell Amy, like, hey, this, you need to recook this. So then he goes back, and then he says, everything's great. Everything's good. And it's like, well, this is, like, a culture of, like, niceness where it's just not good to get any kind of actual crit- Like, you need to have some criticisms because it'll never improve. Because then he comes back out and he's like... He actually says to Gordon, like, he's, like, conspiratorially with him, like, like, oh, yeah, I never even really told her about that. And he's like, well, why the fuck would you tell her? I gave you a criticism on purpose because mm-hmm. I want her to check on the next pizza so it doesn't get also too doughy. And it's like, well, that's... And then, like, it, like the, the the wheels roll in Sammy's head, like, oh, I guess that's why you told me that. Like, there's a reason why criticism exists. <laughs> and it's like you're watching these people who've, like, literally never taken a single word against them their entire lives, I guess, or something. Like, they... They're the worst God, people. They really are. And so, like, like when he eats the one burger, too, like, he's eating these things, they're pretty much all terrible, which up until that point you were assuming at least the food would be good because the cake was good, but apparently she sucks at all food. And he's trying to, he's trying to eat this one burger, and it's, like, dripping grease and it's dripping disgustingly. meat juice. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And, like, these are just not... <laughs> not at all sanitary. There's also a great, like, um... Well, and the salmon cake is dry. Yeah, the salmon cake is dry. He compares it to cat food, which makes a lot of sense. And yeah. I also love that he, like, plays with the one, uh, waitress, where he's just, like, he's, like, he's, he's like, it's a cat food burger. He's, like, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's so funny. Well, yeah, because he's been sitting there for two hours. <laughs> I know, he's, like, going crazy. Yeah. What does he do for two hours sitting there, I wonder? Just, like, sit around and stay? Like, he mu- that must go, that must be, I hate when food's late, especially when you're alone. Like, it's just. Well, he's got the PAs, right? So they probably sat down and chatted with him and know. then, like, got out of the frame as soon as they <sighs> saw something coming out of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he so needs something he asked, to entertain, it, entertain and he, him, and honestly. And he asked her, yeah, he asked her, the same waitress, he asked how long on the salmon burger, because it's been so fucking long. She goes back and just, ba- like, really calmly, politely asks, like, um, Hi, how long on the salmon burger? And then Amy's like, it's on its way. And then as another follow-up to that, you don't need to come in and keep reminding us. And it's like, she he asked. He's like in the same room. You can probably hear her ask. Everyone can hear them when they're yelling constantly at everything. And it's like, it's polite for her to go back and ask and just say like, it's on its way. Why do you need to be such a dick to her? (laughs) They feel so threatened by these waitresses and they're like 16 and 18 year old girls who are just trying to be nice like I don't 
know where the attitudes they're claiming on them are. There's nothing there. And then, so after all this wait, he, they bring out this, this ravioli that looks... I, that ravioli looked like barf. It was disgusting. It yes. was really disgusting. I didn't, okay. like, it didn't look like ravioli. Yeah. So, I don't know what kind of ravioli it was. It must have been some kind of, like, like uh, curly Q kind or something. I guess it was, like, store-bought, like, frozen stuff. Because, like, even, it was. Can, even canned ravioli looks it like has, ravioli. like, a square or a circle or something. This is, like, some weird... It didn't even look big enough to see... You couldn't see the raviolis, basically. If they were there, they were buried. And there's, like, pieces of corn in there. And, like... Like, it's, like, this sauce, it's, like, orangey. It's, like, they made it look like vomit. It's really unappetizing. And so he, like, barely even touches it. If the ingredients make it sound good, then you see it. Yeah, and then he's, like, oh, my God. He's, like, this is disgusting. He, like, barely takes a bite of it. What did he say? It was, like, like a pumpkin ravioli or something like that. It was was called, like, sweet and spicy ravioli. Yeah, there was, like, a sweet corn situation happening. It was, like... But it was like it was like sweet corn, truffle oil, cilantro, oh, pumpkin or squash or something, and then like and then like some sort of tomato sauce or tomato sauce, and then like dick. <laughs> He's he ordered, British. He's allowed to. I love it. He ordered that because when they were at, he was asking about the the nochi, it was um, store bought, and he says, "Oh, I don't want that." Then how about this? And then Sammy goes, "Yeah, that's fine," and he puts it down on the menu, and he's like, "Okay." So then, like, comes out later, he's eating it, and he says, is this store-bought? And Sammy's like, yes, it is. And After like, well, he, he was like, they didn't have the, what was it? Uh, the nochi, yeah. The yeah, because right? they didn't have time to make it, but then you get, like, this fucking store-bought shit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, well, you if he's not going to eat the nochi for the exact, am I saying that right? Noki? I don't even know. Gnocchi? But, like, yeah, gnocchi. Gnocchi, yeah. Gnocchi. Yeah. If he's not going to eat the gnocchi for the same exact reason, maybe you should ask, well, do you want this? Because this is also store-bought. Like, or don't tell him not to order any pasta if it's all store-bought. Like, that seems to be the case. Because he's not going to want to eat... This is Gordon Ramsay. I don't care how great the store-bought, like, tastes for your regular customers. You're going to feed him what's homemade. Because he's not going to eat store-bought. What's the point of having him there if you're going to serve him store-bought food? It's pointless. And then it's going to be, like, good. Like, it doesn't even taste good if it's store-bought. Like, it should at least be very delicious. It's not that either. So there's no reason for it to be store-bought. And so... He's absolutely, like, I think at that point he's, like, hit a wall. He's like, this, every single meal was terrible to him. He goes up and, like, asks for Amy to come to the front. He tries to tell her, like, this was not delicious. And she's just like, all right, I don't really want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And it's like, what? No, no, no. So not yet. So at this Is point, he's, he says right now, he's like, so I was disappointed. She's like, oh, wait, oh what was wrong? And she was like, he was like, let's talk about it later. First, let's do dinner service. I'll be back in a little while. And he, he, this is where he, he sees um, Katie, I think, and I slips this. her like a 10 or a 20. A 20. He slips her a 20. She also said that on, on Reddit. I don't know how legit, it's also her AMA, allegedly. I don't know how everything is true, but it's supposed to be really her. And she, they validated it. And she, he slipped her a 20, she says. So I'm like, oh, Gordon. <laughs> just like this. But he does it like right in Sammy's line of eyesight. And it was like, look at me. And he says, this is for you and only for you. I was like, oh, shit. So he tipped her. And Sammy was, Sammy looked livid. Like, they cut to Sammy, and Sammy's, like, grumpy looking, like, Mer. And even Amy was like, oh, that bitch stole her money. It's like, what <laughs> the fuck? She's a 16-year-old girl. I think she just wants tips. Like, I don't, <laughs> if Perhaps you're not making, she wants tips. I mean, like, <laughs> if you're not making enough money off of it, like, maybe you should just give her tips. Like, if you're really going to be making, I don't think he's making more than, how could you, how much could Again, you these are, like, not cheap dishes. Like, you're making money. Come on. Yeah. So, 
not uh, cheap garbage dishes. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, so let's uh, talk about the disaster that's dinner service. Yes. Then he comes back for dinner service, and he tries to help. Question mark. I mean, like. <laughs> He he can't really do anything. Like he has like very basic things to say. Like, and then like he actually goes up to her and he talks about like what he had wrong with food, and he mentions that his pizza was uh, undercooked, like offhandedly. And then she says, "I don't think your pizza was undercooked. I checked it when it came out." And it's like, lady, he ate it for himself. <laughs> he is a literally, I believe, has at one point been Michelin ranked. So what is the excuse here? That you don't think that the pizza's on our... Like, I, he says you, something like, the pizza was under... The dough was raw. And she's like, you're wrong. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> she's like, I checked it. I checked it when it came out. So I'm like, okay, so this is just this basic cognitive dissonance, right? Because, like, she's absolutely refuses to believe anything about her food is at all wrong. Even when it's coming straight from Gordon Ramsay's mouth. Like, I don't know what other... What, is there any other situation where it could be more proven that she's just wrong? Like, I don't if, get it. If her, if her multiple man style clone told her after being seated from her cooking, yeah. That or, like, I was thinking, like, maybe they could blindfold her and have her eat, like, several pizzas, one of which she made, and then she says that pizza's, like, very undercooked, and then it's her own pizza. But even mm-hmm. then, I feel like she'd be like, I was wrong, it's actually delicious. <laughs> and it's yeah. just, like, yeah, you're a crazy person. <laughs> so, so she says, like, um... She basically just says that she's not going to... I kind of stopped taking notes at this point, because it, it just kind of devolved instantaneously from yeah. that, po- that point. Because she mentions this to him. He walks in for dinner service. She starts that... That's at the start of the conversation. It's like, I don't think that pizza was undercooked, by the way. And it's like, well, you it just ruined everyone's night. <laughs> it was definitely dough. And Sammy put his fucking finger in it, so he's got a witness. But doesn't he just put his finger in it? Like, Gordon didn't tell him to put his finger in it. <laughs> I, think he, I think he said He said, touch, touch it. it, touch it, yeah. yeah. But it was still like it was not like he's something definitely you can like mistake. what's it um the 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 boy who put his uh he put his finger in like the plum pie that like yeah. nursery rhyme you know <laughs> yes yeah. yeah, so he pulled out a plum but it was it was very very like tense like the entire back like back of the house scene is just like Amy being like I don't need to talk to you you're just distracting me I'm like so why is he even here. Mm-hmm. You oh, called for these people to come in. They didn't, like, show up on your front step. So speaking of the criticism, one of the things <laughs> that Ramsey points out is, like, you know, food comes back to the kitchen. It's, like, sent back by the customers. And it gets whisked away by the busboy before Amy can even see, like, that it was wrong, that it was sent back at all. Right. And that's, like, huge no-no. Like, no. No other, like, uh, like it, it frustrates me because, like, I'm, I I literally just told you guys, like, I never worked in a restaurant. I just watch a lot of TV and, like, read a couple books. And, like, I already feel like I know more about restauranting than these people. You need to explain why things are being sent back. And, like, Gordon is trying to do that for them. He's trying to grab these dishes that are not, like, okay, sometimes you're going to... He even mentions this. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, he tries to educate people on how restauranting works. Yeah. Because he's like, look... They're not going to always say to you, this is disgusting, because I'm certainly never going to say that. I'll just say, I'm done, and then most of the food is not eaten. Yeah. And that's a that's a huge tip that maybe they'll pay for it, but they hated it. Yeah. And they're not coming back, so that's nope. money lost. Yeah. And and he's like, look, you need to pay attention to this. And then, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't have to be told every time someone doesn't lick their plate clean. It's like, lady, that's like two-thirds of the food is still in the bowl, and it's like a hefty... And in fact, one time it was like salmon. Like, it was practically not even eaten. I think it looked like it had not even been touched. 
and he was sent back instantly. No one mentions anything to her about it. And then, like, when they do try and mention it to her, she flips out at them. And it's like, well, of course they're not going to mention it to her because you make this whole fucking workplace a living hell for them all. And the minute you try and tell her, hey, something else was sent back, she basically... She has, like, a... Literally has, like, a mental breakdown, like, every single night. I swear, I swear to God. That must be hell to work there. I can't even imagine. So, like... So, like, while she's having her freak out in the back and just being like, I fucking hate this, how dare he speak to me this way, like, in the front of the house, right, like, the the table's about to get up and Sammy's about to take the tip and Ramsey's like, excuse me, if you all knew that the tip was going to him and not her, would you tip? And these people look, like, that guy, there's like a, it's like a, he's like sitting in the front with his, like, turned around to look at at Chef Ramsay, and he, like, starts berating Sammy. He's like, that's disgusting, that's like, you know, how dare you, like, it, it was like, it was one of the You know, moments. what I'm thinking of it is now, it's not just vil- it's not just mean to the girls, it's mean to the customers, because they're putting money out that those girls are already getting paid. Mm-hmm. So they're, yeah. they're basically stealing from the customers. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's where it's also. I knew there was something. Which gives more credence to the whole. It's like a mafia. A ma- front yeah, or it's like a front because like they're getting paid twice for the same food, basically. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. does seem very shady. Oh, it's super shady. Yeah. Um, no. Weird. Uh, so like, I think Ramsey cuts service off, or no, Amy cuts service off early, right? One yes, of them yeah. cuts service off. I'm done off with early. this. I'm done. Oh, well, you know what it is? It's because. This other, the poor girl, I think it's Katie, maybe, or maybe it was Miranda, but one of them comes up to her and says, I watched it, they, they replay it even later on, she says, like, uh, Amy, she goes to Amy, and Amy says, it's for four, or no, it's for four, this is for four, and then she's like, are you sure? Because she said, like, three different tables at first, and then she says, are you sure? And then Amy's like, you don't need to question me, or you can go home right now, and then after that, instead of just, like, okay, just being bitchy again, then it becomes, like, no, you better fucking go home. Go home! And she, like, storms out of the kitchen, follows her into the front of the room. Customers are all eating She there. fires her so hard. In front of everybody. And this is, like, a 16-year-old girl. And she's screaming at her, like, you're, you're, what's with this attitude? You're a little monster. You're all gremlins or whatever. It's just, like, awful. Like, I don't, I don't know how you can get away with doing that. Even as, like, a 25-year-old girl, I'd feel like that's very mean. Like, for this to be a grown woman, old enough to be their mother... It felt very inappropriate. It oh, felt, it was like, super the, the inappropriate. Whole, the whole restaurant was just like, oh my god. Like, and, in fact, I felt like they were getting up and leaving as a response to it, but I couldn't really tell. It was hard to see. They, but like, cut it. I, they cut it so fast. It was uncomfortable. It was, and more uncomfortable was when Ramsey sits down with the ex-employees, and, like, you hear about the shit that these people have pulled in the past. It's it's crazy. So before that happens, we'll get to that. It's literally like the next scene. But he says at first, like she does shut down service. Then there's a scene even before, just before that even happens, though, where she tries to sh- like chat up the sous chef, like, "What's wrong with this Gordon Ramsay guy?" And the sous chef looks like absolutely terrified. <laughs> it's like she, it's like it's like that it's like that crazy person who's like banging like down the walls around you. And then, like, laughing at you about something. Like, it's just, it's terrifying. Like, it's a serial killer situation, basically. And so, they cut it down. Then that becomes the, uh, the Gordon Ramsay confronts Sammy because he's treating everybody so terribly in this situation. And he's like, this is a young girl. And, and Gordon steps in and says, like, what the fuck's wrong with you people? This is, like, a 16-year-old girl. And, and then, of course, Sammy gets all up in his face. He's like, it's my wife. It's my wife. And then he tries my to, like, life. threaten... <laughs> and he tries to threaten. He tries to threaten Sammy a little bit, but he's just like, "Hey, he's like, you better back off. Like, I'm, I'm gonna pull. Basically, trying to say like, I'm gonna stop the show. And he's like, I'm the gangster, not you. <laughs> it's just like, 
such a weird like oh that was like my oh shit moment when I was watching this the first time. I was like crazy. This is the like there it is. This is a nationally publicast like show. Are you stupid? Yes, but like it's crazy to threaten Gordon Ramsay. Also, I would not threaten as Sammy if you if you want to look at Sammy. Sammy does not look like the kind of person who should be threatening Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay, Ramsay ex football player. He looks like a, a rugby player. Like he, like he used to play footy, uh, soccer. He used to play soccer, and <laughs> he's, he's a tough looking dude. Yeah, and he knows his way around knives. So I'm like, I don't know that I'm like, <laughs> fucking with him. Have you? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna link if you've never seen this amazing clip of him uh, flirting with that girl with the knives. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. No. Oh, <laughs> I'm like completely. I'm completely out of the loop when it comes to like cooking shows in general. Uh, I love well, he, cooking there's shows. A, there's a great clip of him trying to impress another chef, where he's like, uh, like talking and making full eye contact with her, and he's cutting so quickly. It's like, it's it's, it's an aggressive move. I'll put it that <laughs> way. But I'll link to that in the, in the in the show notes. But like, he's not the kind of person I would actually just like on a on a real level threaten because he looks intimidating, and he's not afraid. To, he's been known to get in fights with people and yell at people and stuff. So I'm like, why are you picking a fight with him? You are like a 65 year old man who is just like. Not threatening at all. I mean, he looks creepy, but I don't think I'm gonna be threatened to hit. I could probably, you probably outrun him. Like, it's just not. I don't understand. Like, I don't, am I wrong in thinking? Like, why is this guy like throwing his like uh, uh, temper tantrum at Ramsey? Yeah, fuck it. It's I don't fucking bizarre. Know. And then Amy's just there screaming in the background, of course, just like, damn it, honey, like, like yeah. beat him up. Yeah. And it's just like, and of course Ramsey's like, oh, I'll fuck with you. And then this, I think it kind of starts to edit down where it's like they're editing the show and their reactions because they're like, let's just like calm this down because Ramsey will literally punch this dude out. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god. So then they go. Then the next morning, um, he goes to go back to the and they, such a professional. He actually shows up in the morning. And he shows, well, I, w- I should mention before, that the, the night before, she was, Katie was officially fired. She starts crying. It's really upsetting. She's mm-hmm. really upset, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's, it's also just scary. Like, these are grown men and women yelling at you in front of all of these people who you're trying to wait on. It's in, And there's cameras. It just feels like a really mean thing to do, regardless of whatever the hell else is going on. And there's this, like, cult of niceness about them all, where it's just like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Nothing's fine. And it's just, like, so creepy. And then there's a one point where she actually says out loud the sentence, no one ever lets me speak. And I'm like, you've literally been shouting over everyone since the beginning of this entire episode. Exactly. Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. So then the next morning he shows up. Of course, the doors are locked because when they're not there, the whole restaurant's closed. <laughs> and and Ramsey's like, oh, fuck. I guess I have to like, kill some time until they decide to show up. So he goes and meets with the former busser. And a former sous chef, I think it was. Or maybe yeah. just the waitress. She, no, was, she, like, supposed, she, was, she was supposed to be head of the kitchen. She said food runner, so I guess yeah. she at one point was trying to become sous chef or chef, which is what you want out of someone who actually wants to stay there for a year. She should be the kind of person you promote to be your, like, second in command who is there when you're not there. So she, Instead, she, she was doesn't. supposed to be the sous chef because she went to culinary school, and then... And they hated she, her for that. Oh, says. yeah, they resented her so much for that. She was supposed to be the sous chef. She had to waitress before she could be the food runner. And she was only allowed to pour water. Yeah. Which is like with her culinary it, degree, even waitressing and just pouring water is that's that's insane. Like a well-run restaurant, that doesn't make sense on a level. Like you need someone to at least like clear tables. Like what are you doing? Yeah. That's just a poorly run situation, regardless of how you throw it. So yeah. So then, then we also get the former busser <laughs> admits to having at one point washed Sammy's car 
in the you middle know, of typical busser jobs. Oh That's when Gordon hears that. Gordon is like, they have to, like Gordon might as well have just like like fallen backwards off of his chair. Like he looks absolutely mortified. Like in the middle of a dinner rush, he says too. Like it was in the middle. Like he took a break and then had to go wash his car. Like. I don't know what the hell's wrong. This is what I'm saying. These people don't understand, like, concepts of, like, humanity or something. Like, that's not even, like, how, like, normal, pe- like, human beings. It I makes wouldn't sense. ask a good it friend to wash sense, my though. car. It makes total sense, though, if you think about Sammy being a mobster. This is the type of shit mobsters make younger mobsters do. Mm-hmm. It's totally in keeping Well, with... he is a gangster, not you. <laughs> right? I mean, look, I... <laughs> My senior, my senior thesis for my undergrad degree was supposed to be about organized crime, but then it got like waylaid. But like, I did a bunch. <laughs> oh, of... are you saying that somebody like threatened you? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, okay. My my advisor ended up uh, assigning me to a group that was writing about um, oh, freight transportation in the Indiana economy. So much less cool. But yes, I did a, a bunch. Bit. I did a bunch of, like, pre-research about organized crime, and, like, yes, older mobsters make younger mobsters wash their fucking cars in the middle of other important tasks. That is, it, everything about their behavior that makes zero sense in a restaurant context makes 100% sense in a mobster context. They are definitely <laughs> gangsters. That's so shady. And so, they, they, he hears all this from them. He hears other stuff, too. Like, we're kind of summing up a lot of... These people look very shaken from the entire situation. Like they did not enjoy working there. She's they so came happy out to of be a gone. War zone, yeah, yeah. It's it's sad. And so he's like, "Oh, it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna try and help out the people that are working there now." And it, she said she when she had been there for the year, I guess she says, fifty people had come and gone while she was there. So that makes sense with the, the hundred plus people that they mentioned in the beginning because. Mm-hmm. If it was like fifty a year, that's about a hundred, which is, that is staggering. That again, there are fifty-two weeks in a year. That means there has to be a person leaving every single week. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, mm-hmm. to be honest. So, and I'm actually amazed that she lasted that long. That's that's impressive for her. Like, mm-hmm. girl, you need to get better. They must have been paying her really well. I don't know, maybe not, but oh lord. So they go back the next morning, and Ramsey actually gets to talk with them. And Amy is in another level of crazy because now she's got her hair down. The whole time she's had this, like, big, like, bouffant bun. Now she's got, like, her hair all down. And she's just a really creepy-looking person, too. It's very She's very done up and, like, she's got, like, really thick eyeliner it, on. That, so, the like, eye makeup look, is what does it. Like, those eyes are already crazy eyes, but... Yeah. Like, she has, like, like eyeliner all around her eyes, and it just looks, like, a little bit, like, raccoony. And it just... It's just, like scary looking like actually she looks like a very like manic person i don't want to i don't know any like situation of her own life but it comes across as very very like her eyes just look dark she looks unhinged you can just say it yeah and like when she gets upset which happens like literally every five seconds 15 seconds yeah she's constantly like red and like it makes everything look like i feel like it's not like her makeup sounds like running or anything she's probably got some good mascara and stuff but like it's just so much more like there's some water involved so it just becomes so much more dark and like it just makes everything about her much more threatening but um so so they're talking to him gordon comes back they decide to actually talk to him which is i mean at first i was like wow i'm amazed but then again, there's only five minutes left of the episode. You're like, wow, are they really just getting down to, like, how to fix things? And so, they, Sammy at first says, look, we'll continue with the show if, we, if we're polite and stuff. And, and then Gordon's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This isn't just a show for me. Or this isn't a show for me. I'm here to try and help your restaurant stay off the ground. And, of course, they're just like, 
oh, okay. And to him, it's just like, I, I feel like this is very common for him, where he's just like, why does everybody think that I'm here to, like, cause shit and make problems? Like, I'm just trying to address <laughs> the actual problems of your, of, your, of your restaurant. Like, there's nothing... Like, there are some basic conflict here that he's not doing much to undercover. Like, uncover, I mean. It's just, like, these are some things that people... If there's issues that people are talking about on Yelp, let's address them and prove them wrong by making things better. So the next time they're there, they have less to say because those things are fixed. And, like, they won't even hear any of that because everything's perfect the way it is and everything's perfect and perfect. And it, it's, again, like, the cult of, like, no one can say anything mean, no one can say anything critical, and when they do, they're harassed and berated until they leave. It's a very creepy... It's like a cult, almost. It's very... It's very... It's threatening. So, uh, then, of course, I, she reminds me in this scene, both of them, really, especially Amy, it's like when an animal gets pinned, like, against, like, a corner or, like, a back, like, a, you know, like, a an alley or something where there's no way out, like, a dead end, mm-hmm. and it starts to, like, dart back and forth to try and, like, survive. <laughs> there's, like, a very, like, that, like, end of the road, end of the line thing where it's, like, really still trying to outrun someone, but, like, it's just not possible. That's, like, what she's doing in this situation, because, like, he literally was like, let's just, like, get down to brass tacks. Why are you so upset with me? And then she's like, well, you're telling me things are so wrong, and you're not explaining to me why. He's like, I did. You weren't listening. They cut back to him telling her exactly what was wrong. But then, instead of just, like, leaving it as is, he actually is like, let me explain to you again, because I'm being polite. He says, this was really wet. It shouldn't have been. And, uh, greasy and wet, one burger bun, and the other one was very dry, it tasted like cat food. And then, immediately, instead of just saying, like, oh, you answered my question, it becomes about something else, where it's just, like, you're so mean, and you're, you're so wrong, you're so rude, and it's like, well, you literally just had the one confrontation, or one conflict dealt with. And instead of accepting that and moving forward, you're making it about, like, now something else. Like, you can't be wrong, like, you have to change the subject in, in order to not actually ever be told... You taught, she will not be held responsible for a single one of her actions, basically. And in, when he tries to, she at one point starts screaming in Arabic, it's Christmas time, let's go home. She's like, yalla, yalla, let's which, like, hurry up. She's like, let's just go home. And it's like, it's a really abrupt, so I mean, that's why I thought, I don't know if, I don't know where Sammy's from. I'm, I'm guessing she got that from him. She's been Christian up until this point, so I'm like, I don't know where she's getting this <laughs> Arabic. Is that Arabic, I think? I don't. I don't. I, I have no idea. It's it's. She could have been speaking in tongues for all I know. I think she says "yalla," and I looked up "yalla," and that means "hurry up" in Arabic. So I'm assuming that's what she's saying. It's actually hard to even tell because she just says "yalla, yalla." It's Christmas. Let's all go home. That's the equivalent of what she says. Because once this becomes another argument, like Gordon is just like, "I'm done," and he's like, "Honestly, I've reached this point where like you're not even listening to like some some basic. I can't even have a conversation with you until." You chop my head off. Like, it's... I don't know what she expect. What do these people expect? How do they, I want to think about, like, for a second. What is it like when they, like, go to the bank? Like, <laughs> what is it like when they try and, like, you know... Like, they don't have like, a bank account. They keep it all just, like, <laughs> oh, They go to the mattresses. Have you never seen The Godfather? Come on. Yeah, I know, right? So, or, like, even, like, just, like, go to the grocery store or, like, go to, like, the movie theater across the street or, like, whatever. <laughs> like... There are so many things I want to see, like, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying, please never make a reality show about these these absolute monsters, but I'm just like, I wonder how this translates to the rest of their lives, because, like, 
This is such, like, high-strung craziness that it just seems like they must be an absolute nightmare to be interacting with on a daily basis. Well, on that note, okay, so I, I don't want... I don't mean to like just push past, but like the most important part about the story is the reaction to the internet later. Yes, yes. So which we need to get to. Well, mm -hmm. Gordon rage quits the situation. He says bye. There's actually like a great montage of them taking the cameras down, and she's like, "Can you take this off me?" And it's like her little mic up. It's just it's so her lapel mic, and she's just like, "I'm done, I'm done." And it's it's so, and he's like, "You know, there's nothing else I can do." And I'm like, "Wow, I'm like, okay." It's like it's, and that's it. That's where the abs- end ending of the episode literally happens. And then in their response to this, of course, Yelp and people online in general being yelled at. It was very much um, joked about on Facebook and like you know Twitter and everything. And then Reddit picked up the story. And anyone who's unfamiliar with Reddit, they enjoy... I wouldn't necessarily say strictly trolling, but they're not going to, like, pass up an opportunity where someone's making fun of the internet so they can just be like, ha So they <laughs> decide to... I mean, maybe not everybody from Reddit to do this, but, like, a lot of people were posting jokes and, like, comp- like um, complaints and stuff on their Facebook page and saying, like... Uh, like, they're saying they're bringing up the theories about the money laundering, they're bringing up, like, how awful you were to these people, all that kind of stuff. And then, like, I'm going to read off just their Facebook page. There's not many of them. There's, like, four major ones. It, it, actually, there is a lot more. These are just, like, the highlights. I'll link to a post about this all in, in the uh, show notes if you mm-hmm. want to read more. It's fascinating because it's, it's, like, a meltdown on social media. I've never... I, there's been similar things, but this is just... Uh, it's next level. So, the first one, it, we don't know what they're responding to. They do respond even specifically to comments, like... These people are, like, never taking a single day of social media in their entire lives because there's people posting, like, complaints. Some of them are just trolling because they've never even been to this the, the restaurant itself, but they're responding to practically every comment on their page. and It's just never a good de- Don't feed the trolls. So, uh, so the first one is, like, you were all little... You can tell the ones that are written by Sammy because they're all in lowercase, and then the ones that are written by Amy are probably the ones all in uppercase, but mm-hmm. I can't really tell. But it's, like, uh, you were all little punks. Nothing. You are all nothing. We are laughing at you. All of you. Just fools. We have God on our side. Oh you just my have God. your sight. That's what gets me. Gets me. The whole God situation. That was introduced so late into the game, too. It's like, you don't get to pull that card unless you start out the gun. Like, God. Oh. And so the next after that was Amy, where it, it's all caps at this point. You don't know us. We will thrive. We will overcome. We are starting our family, and we will teach our child exactly what God... Their cat? To- <laughs> yes, I guess so. With, uh, two... It- God actually has two, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, greater than signs on one side, and then greater than signs on the other... Or less than signs on the other side. It makes that- no sense. That's upsetting. Yeah. And <laughs> so, uh, uh, sorry. We-, we will teach our child exactly what God wants in their path. We will teach them how to fight against oppressors like you people. We will start a generation of truthfulness and we will oh, fight God. to bring places like Yelp and Reddit and horrible you mean people like Gordon to the light. Yeah, I know, right? Truthiness. And then it keeps on. It was, we do not need this, you stupid people. America is about wrestling. I don't know what that is about, but R-E-S-S-L-I-N-G. I don't know if that means wrestling the sport or wrestling the wine. Uh, so... <laughs> It's not a big deal. The cake- <laughs> Next one. It is not a big deal. The cakes we offer are expensive because we have repackaged and ship. Do not blame us because you cannot afford quality. The Yelpers and now the Reddits need to back off. You are not right just because of some TV show. And then the next one. There's only two more, but it's pretty great. I am Wonder Woman. I am a great chef. 
a great wife and a great mom to my kids. Cats? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my uh, god. This, like, I... this is actually aired right after the, the show, so I maybe she is talking about the cats. She know. is talking about the cats, which is insane. Oh, no, wait! Oh, I'm sorry, I spoke too soon, and we will be parents to a human kid one day. <laughs> so it is the cats! Oh my god! A human kid. <laughs> I had to read this again from start to finish. <laughs> I am Wonder Woman. I am a great chef. I a great wife and a great mom to my kids. And we will be parents to a human kid one day, too. Like, that's a crazy statement. We will show all of you. And then the follow-up to that is... This is Sammy. I'm keeping all names here. We will be pursuing action against you legally. That was missing. How's that worked out? (laughs) Against Reddit and Yelp for this plot you have come together on. You're all just punks. (laughs) Yep, it's crazy. So I mean, there's there's so much more that happened in regards to this because they 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 started really like it's again it's just they don't understand like in interviews they were bringing up Reddit like Reddit's a bunch of scumbags. I'm like you don't know how. You should not even like. It's just so bad. Like she had a public meltdown. <laughs> then of course they claim this was all being these idiots claimed they got hacked, and that's who wrote all these messages. And I'm like, you don't get to say like specific stuff about like, you know, my kids. <laughs> that's too specific. I'm sorry. I don't know. I mean, maybe they got hacked. I doubt it because this is very, very close to what they were they were talking like on the show but who knows but that's all alleged because i don't know the specifics of it but so they they went on like a tirade these are just like five to six of their like most famous ones but they went on for it was going on for weeks they were deleting every comment but people were still commenting it's like it was it was like a very tumultuous breakup basically between the internet and these monsters but well i mean like i work in my my industry of the company i work for is location-based services which is a fancy way of basically being like we help support restaurants and small businesses like that in in getting their like location information correct in a lot of different places like where it gets listed and part of that means manage like review and like reputation management like all of that so this this story i remember for like even like a year after the story had happened and i had w- been working at this company for a while there would be our think pieces like for the SEO and SEM uh, yep. search engine optimization Ditto. and search engine marketing and also for social media of like this is the exact wrong way to do everything and let's like use it as a case study on how to do everything badly so we never do any of this ever. Exactly. And the, and it really is like it's the epitome of someone having like a personal meltdown and bringing it to their public domain which is a no-no i mean you really i mean it's that's Brittany the, shaving her head in in 2008 question mark oh uh, yeah whatever that was i don't even know latoya God, too old <laughs> latoya we're gonna go to latoya the expert oh seven it might have been oh seven. Oh shit right in the middle there was a rough couple years it could have been any of but that's years. that's exactly like it's the equivalent of britney having her like you know midlife cri- like quarter life crisis in public mm-hmm. yeah and it, it, this is such a small time. Like, this show is obviously very popular, but, like, <laughs> this is just one episode, and this is just one random thing from Scottsdale, Arizona. So, like, you really gotta be careful how you use, like, I mentioned that most of these restaurants eventually go under because of the pressure and everything, mm-hmm. but, like, to be honest, like, you going. could- Yeah, she's still going, honestly, because they just, again, that money, that's all real shady, but- That dirty like, money. <laughs> but, like, you- Alleged <laughs> dirty money. But, um, <laughs> that- it all seems to me like the kind of thing where you should be able to, um, I mean, at least 
reasonably try and use this as a good PR opportunity at the very least. Like, even if you don't like everything about what Gordon tells you to do, you could pretend to fix it and then you'll go back. Because that's what Gordon says at the end of the day when he leaves that day. He says, I could tell them what to do, but I know they're not going to listen or they won't stick to it. And, like, honestly, she should have just faked it and pretended that they all, like, oh, we understand. They couldn't have any humility or humbleness for a five, like, literally, like, a five second of okay, I understand, Mr. Ramsey, thank you for your help. And then use the press to just get people to come to your restaurant. They were strictly there because they wanted to be right. Like they, These are people who, I guess, just had, like, a chip on their shoulder the size of a mountain and they just refused to back down. Allegedly. It, <laughs> but didn't they, didn't they end up coming back for, like, season seven or eight and, like, letting Ramsey do his thing after they'd been, what? like shamed thoroughly that upsets me like stick to your criminal guns allegedly yeah i think yeah i know right i think that they definitely had him come back but i feel like it was still like a really tense or like pointless i'm pretty sure it was like the worst episode ever but i do remember seeing previews for like oh there was a second one yeah Yeah, that's true that's how popular this went viral they actually immediately followed it up with them returning and then uh ramsey never actually went back so he was actually presenting the episode from the set of Hell's Kitchen. Like, you know. <laughs> my my, uh, my PAs did a very good job of, of specially recorded interviews with the owners mm-hmm. about how, how great everything is now. Which is just to me, like, it almost feels just like, you know, I don't I don't even know what to say to that. Like, it's just, it's all bullshit. Like, he obviously did not care at all. No. Well, you know, I can't believe well, after him. after what happened, again, yeah, was he was, re- he was five really minutes left in the episode and then it's like, he, there's nothing he could do. Oh my god! I love that. There's a that literally, it's him, in, like in the restaurant and Hell's Kitchen, like in, in the table service area, the front of the uh, house, just like standing there with some backlights. <laughs> like these people I, are the I worst. Mean, at this point, now I, now I can see people's attraction to Gordon Ramsay. I guess. Yeah. Good looking dude. That beanie, right? That beanie. It's still no Bradley Cooper and Kitchen Confidential, but what well, is? no. Nothing is. <laughs> That's the ideal. Yeah. That is the ideal. Uh, so let's see. For plugs, I'm going to plug Kitchen Confidential, the Bradley yes. Cooper Fox sitcom. Obviously, I'm going to plug Vampire Diaries season six because why not? It's really it's good. Great. And uh, good. as of this recording, everyone on Twitter is talking about Glee because it's the series finale. So I'm going to plug uh, the musical numbers Run Joey Run, uh, which is the best thing the show's ever done, and the musical number One Less Bell to Answer slash. A house is out of home because that's the best like musical performance the show's ever had. Um, I'm also going to plug wrestling. Wrestling isn't wrestling, a short film by Max Landis, basically his sequel to Death and Return of Superman. Which even if you're not a wrestling fan, you should watch. And Dude. it has uh, my beloved Sam Witwer in a cameo as China. Which if you watch <laughs> during the wrestling the Attitude Era in the '90s, you will. It's actually yes. perfect casting because all, all the casting is like gender bent. So, like, you have, like, Beautiful. Triple H is a woman, The Rock's woman, all that. And then China is Sam Witwer. This sounds fantastic. It's, I'm it's, so into it. I don't even like wrestling, but this is awesome. Oh, I, man. Like, That'll get you to this, like it. As soon as this recording's over, you guys need to watch it. You're, go- you're going to cry. It's <laughs> just, like, based on all the cameos, and then even cameos you don't you even You had me at Witwer, man. You had me. <laughs> you had me at gender bent. Yeah, it's so good. Right. Uh, and of course, you can always find me on the Twitter at Lafergs, and you can find my writing on AV Club Guardian, and just just go to my blog so you can know what I'm up to. 
Awesome. And what's up with you, Arthur? As always, I'm the co-host of Back in the Field, the best mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine podcast out there. We are actually <laughs> on hiatus right now. Like, mm-hmm. I, we, we will be over with hiatus by the time this comes out. But, like, for the next couple of weeks, we're just, we can't. <laughs> we need some time. But um, in addition to that, I was just featured on HuffPost Live. Um, we uh, we got to ask Chelsea Peretti a question. So if you go look up her interview with HuffPo Live, you'll be able to see my beautiful face and my mermaid hair. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm at RthyD. That's A-A-R-T-H-I-D. And uh, I'm around. You know, say hi. Oh, wait. Sorry. Can I plug one more thing? I forgot. Uh, sure. Um, I'd also like to plug, and this is not mine, but I love this blog. It's the Kitchenette blog on Jezebel. It's run by a guy named C.A. Pinkham. He's Eyepatch Guy on Twitter. It is an incredible blog. It's got amazing, it's all my favorite things. Terrible Yelp reviews, horrible customers, mm-hmm. the best of like people being idiots with service. Ah, oh, it's the best. I fucking love that blog. Right, so we're just plugging great. random things now because I can do that. <laughs> well, it was or, or, on topic for this episode, right? Yes, it is. I it mean, is. If, well, I guess technically on topic for me, since I uh, plug Kitchen Confidential, I can just do one season shows. So I'm going to plug <laughs> the, the class from CBS, which was, uh, it had a laugh track, but I'm still not sure it was a multicam sitcom. And it basically, it had Lizzie Kaplan, it had Jesse Tyler Ferguson, it had Jason Ritter, Andrea Anders, John Bernthal. Sean McGuire and Lucy Punch, and it was fantastic. So I want to watch it. It's fucking awesome. great. If you haven't watched The Clash yet, you, you need to get on that shit. All right, awesome. And then, as always, I am at Mara E on Twitter. Um, this next upcoming Hanging with Mr. Cooper, speaking of the lovely, uh, not really, Jack Bourdain, uh, will be <laughs> The Words. I've never seen that because I didn't want to see that, but I'm going to see it now. Um, and then, um, next week's episode of this show will be, oh my god, it is like, it's like Cooper up in here. <laughs> Even though it's not really relevant, uh, is Nip Tuck, uh, season two, episode twelve, Julie McNamara. So, we're so just... unfortunately, it's not Bradley Cooper centric. Like that, well, actually, it makes sense. I it's mean, too the good two best episode. characters to ever be on that show, besides Kimber, were like Bomkin Jansen's character and Bradley Cooper's character. So, so. what are we? What, and what Alec Baldwin. Possi- oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> but so obviously he's not going to be an episode we talk about because it's those are flaw free. But um, for the for the episode we're talking about is. Season 2, Episode 12, Julia McNamara. Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at the Televoy. You can email us at thetelevoy.gmail.com. Rate, subscribe, review us on iTunes. It's awesome. It makes people like Amy sad, I'm sure. Um, and then, in general, thanks for wandering into the Televoy, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks. Jeff children? Well, we have three little boys, but they're trapped inside wow. cat bodies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're cats. Our babies are cats. They're my whole life, besides my husband and my business. I speak feline. Meow, meow, meow.